not the bigger person. Mm. Leave me alone, I go too far. <laughs> when somebody does me wrong, I'll catch case. Beyond that first 48, I know I'm petty. Mm. But I just can't walk away. You'll be safe. <laughs> just don't play in my face. Don't want to end up uh-huh. on that first 48, first 48. Let him know. On that first 48, first 48. Uh-oh. On that first 48. Wait, mm-hmm. what is a 48? I don't even know. <laughs> you don't know that show, 48 hours? That means you got 48 hours till the body um till the body goes cold or something. You gotta find oh. the you gotta find the body in the first 48 hours. You know that, that, makes show, sense. that old school show, the 48 that hours. That makes sense. Like, that makes right. sense. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that that is the song of the day. Oh that my god. Who says that? The this first is by an artist that I found on IG. Her name is Aaliyah Sheffield. Aaliyah um, Sheffield. And she's at yes, and she's at Nikki Aaliyah, N-I-K-K-I-A-L-I-A-H. Um, and I love her. She does like these short little songs like that that are just very real. She's also, I think I played this other song, you know, the Earth is Ghetto song. She, she's the, she is the <laughs> composer of Earth is Ghetto. You know that song, right? The Earth is Ghetto. I feel like you probably played it. Yeah. How does it go? Earth is Ghetto. I want to leave. Come and beam me up. I'm oh, right I... on the street by the corner store. You know the one by 15th got a bright green shirt. I... So it's easy to see. I've been stuck, stranded down here. Oh, you know these Definitely, I can't reach my planet. Yes, because she'd be like, do you see these people? It's hard to believe how they treat each other. <laughs> it's hard to oh, conceive. Man. It's all right. Miss Earth's time is almost up. I I just know those aliens are coming to blow us up. Mm, They're coming. I want to leave. Yeah. That's the jam. (laughs) She said, Earth is ghetto. And I want to go. And and, and, um, uh, Nene LeCherot on uh, IG, he did the whole little skit thing that is hilarious. So, oh anyways, goodness. but I, I list, she reposted that song. I think she wrote it a while ago, mm-hmm. uh, and it's called First 48. And she was like, yeah, this hit my spirit. I think I need to bring this song back up. I was like, oh, this is it. She was like, listen, I don't fight nice. I don't fight fair. I Don't mess in my face. I will come get you. I was like, see, that's that. That's what she posted that, obviously, because of uh, uh, Mr. Will Smith. Not oh. was like, listen, not tonight. Oh, Oh, I wanted to avoid it. I wanted to avoid it. A girl was dragging me in. I said, I don't want this. I don't Listen. want this on my spirit. Leave me. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we go, before we do it, before we do it, y'all girls, welcome back to Two Safe Queens. One of the few places in the posture where you can hear a conversation about politics, dick, um, and oh, I have something for this. Um, uh, what happens when you, um, got the right one or, <laughs> When you mess with, um, <laughs> oh, f- fuck around and find out what happens. 
<laughs> um, when you go against a Philly, when you meet some real Philly, when Philly, that Philly come out, um, you can take the boy out of Philly, Philly you can take the Philly out the boy. Um, oh my goodness. I'm your host, Miss Malachi, and um, I'm joined by um, the one and only Miss Contessa, special guest. Hey, 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 special, special guest, that extended family guest. Yes, yes, extended. Um, you know, Miss Devereaux, she's, you know, she's taking off this week. She's trying to go over to Miss Ukraine. She's trying to see if she can go over there and help take she down some of those that. Russian commie girls. So we're going to see what wow. happens. We're going to see. Cause you know that girl, she always ready. You know, she always ready. She always staying strapped. So she about to see if her services are needed. So y'all girls pray for her. Hopefully well, she'll be back. <laughs> girl, I would just listen. I just. <laughs> At this point. Mm, so Ooh. we'll check it on her. Hopefully she's back next week. But you know, that girl's really ready to be about that life. Um, but hey, Contessa, what's going on? Miss Malachi. I know. Good to be here. It's been a minute, girl. I know. Um, and I was like, you know, I was, we think about show ideas and I was like, you know, so I think we might have hinted at it in our last show. Actually, I don't think we did, but so girls, my birthday was, um, you're going to hear this on Wednesday. We're recording this on Monday. My birthday was the previous Friday. Um, and I'm not getting to be with Miss Contessa, who we've been doing, we had a good track record. We were doing good, but it's all right though. It's all right though. I'm going to see you in a couple months. I'm going to see you this summer. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be in Miami. I'll be in New York. We're going to be out. We be in Puerto Rico, yeah. but you know, y'all girls may, may hear some of those stories. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um, I mean, but also, you wasn't that press. So, <laughs> what the press about what? Are oh, you talking about the shit together for your birthday this time? Oh well, it's because I was like. You know, cause, okay, so it's, it's not a big tempo birthday. Y'all don't need to know what number it is. It's fine. Um, I'm okay. I'm content. But also, I just wanted to be real low key. And I knew I was going to do, see you. I was going to see, you know, my sister. I was going to see some other girl. I like, I'm not seeing Miss, you know, Miss Devereaux, but we're literally going to Europe together. So I was like, you know, I'm going to see girls. We'll kind of do stuff then. Um, and I'll probably see you for your birthday. So it'd be all good. So I was impressed yeah. this year, truly. Um, but I was like, you know what? This sounds like a good time to do. Like, let's bring Miss Contessa back for my birthday episode. Devro, you know, she over there doing doing her training, trying to see. So I was like, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> how are you? How? I mean, what, what, yeah. How are you? How you living? I'm I'm good, but child, I'm a little I'm a little tired today. Them girls had me. You tired early today? And you know, which I don't girls? Like early. The corporate girls uh, who who had you up early? Yeah, corporate girls. Okay. You know, I normally don't do that, but then, but this was because it was something that was for a call outside of my company. So you know. I, and you got girls all over in different time zones. So I'm like, all right, fine, here we go. <laughs> all right. But, you know, I'm making it. You know, I I I thought I almost made it through the day talking about, uh, you know, Mr. Will Smith, but it didn't mm-hmm. happen. It you didn't you almost made it through the day but not talking. You, you say you almost made it through the day not talking mm-hmm. about it. Oh yeah, I my yeah. one of my boss mentioned it, and he was like, "Oh, you know the the Oscars were, were was weird last night." I didn't say nothing. I had my camera off. I was like, "Yeah, I'm not here." <laughs> I'm I'm the only black person in our office right now too, so right. Oh my goodness! Well, I I mean, we'll, we we gotta tell because we can't always we can't always assume all the girls have seen. Yeah. So what are we talking about? What happened? You want to break it down? No, I'm gonna let you do that. You're <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, let me see. If I even so like, let me go break up everything. Actually, I think I could do it from here. So um, 
So, girls, this was the Oscars last night. Let's see, what Oscars is this? It's the 80... It's up there. Um, the 94th. No, even higher. The 94th Oscars. Um, Mr. Will Smith is nominated for Best Actor um, for his role in King Richard, where he played Venus and Serena Williams' father. I haven't seen King Richard, um, but you've seen it. Um, Devereaux's seen it. She loves it. She loves it. Um, I know some girls who felt like... You know, it wasn't necessarily the one that she needed to get the Oscar for, but I've also you you I think you liked it, right? You you felt like he did well in it, right? Absolutely. I mean, okay. part of the situation from last night is that unlike in no shades, well, it's actually not even about shade on Denzel. It's the shade on the Oscars. First of all, I did not make it a point to watch the Oscars in general. The girls I don't. Let's be real. The girls don't watch Oscars. Oscars. The girls don't watch it no more. We, we some no. people watched it for Beyonce and, and then they left. Yeah. Yes. So. And then on top of that, you know, it, it's just been it. It just hasn't been as relevant. It has a history of not being um, black friendly, and only in the last couple of years that they started to turn those tables. And one of those tables that they turned was with Denzel, because as we all know, he should have won his Oscar sooner. Mm. And then he did it. And then he got the Oscar, but it was for a role where he was not playing a positive black role. He was playing mm-hmm. a villain. And so that and was training day. It was training line. day, right? So, yeah. Right. Correct. And so now we have a situation where Will Smith is actually up for best actor for playing the role of a black man who mm-hmm. was a trailblazer in his own right um, with his daughters, who was, mm-hmm. he wasn't perfect, he was flawed, but he was a visionary. He believed in himself. He instilled um, he instilled a sense of confidence that no one even around the world could challenge those girls okay. in their confidence of who they were and what they were about. And he did it in a sport that was predominantly and is predominantly white. Even when it was, even now that it's a global sport, you can still see all throughout Venus and Serena's career, that um, all the racism and mm-hmm. and and the and the mis- misogynoir in specifically and, and misogynoir you know, being like misogynoir being like you know the kind of disrespect of like you know mm-hmm. basically instead of um, you know misogyny being um, a lack of respect or a lack of recognition for women misogynoir kind of for black women that kind of disrespect um, that ignoring that devaluing. So. Exactly. And it manifests itself in this intersectional way and creates this whole new category of basically hateration mm. against Black women. And, and so they have experienced that. Yeah. And just real quick, like you're, you're, a, you know, because the girls, because we were talking about, you were first on the show. God, we were talking about that show with, that show, we were talking about a lot of different things on that show. <laughs> anyway we're gonna let that show go but you're a tennis girl so just so the girls know you are very you watch every you watch you spend weekends we catch up it's like what you doing girl i'm watching tennis girl i was just watching the um god what's the one that just happened the uh the uh um the um indian wells yeah yeah um so you're very invested in tennis i'm sorry what was that Mm -hmm. Uh, you haven't watched yet yeah yeah, Miami. Uh, oh, okay, the Miami Open has been got it. Yeah, but, uh-huh. yeah. I've been playing tennis since I was ten. I played um, at the national level, even a couple of international ITF tournaments when I was good back in the day. I still hit around a little bit, and I was okay. I would like to because my body should be breaking down, mm-hmm. and I'm trying. It's my ongoing saga, but um, I coached. Uh, I had a professional tennis. Uh, 
coaching uh, certification, mm-hmm. and I taught private lessons as well as varsity for my high school for a for a year. Okay, so, let them know. Uh, yeah, I know a little tennis resume, you know. Yeah. Uh, and so I felt very, very personally, and I've met um, Venus, and I've hung out and danced with Oracine, their mother, twice at a fundraiser. Okay, and got to sit down. And, talk with Orsine at Susan Taylor's house. You know, because Miss Devereaux, she likes to drop some things. So let me drop some things. Oh, okay? shit. <laughs> um, okay. So, yes, I'll be going up in the campus in Miss Taylor house. No. Um, <laughs> this is all through my mental beyond who it is. But, yes, I did actually go to Miss uh, Miss Susan Taylor's house in the Hamptons and have a whole Ooh, chit-chat with Orsine. She a Hamptons girl. And we went, we went deep down into the story about Venus and Serena um, very, which was very much reflected, as she says it, in the actual movie. And mm. there's a, if you watch the movie, there's a part where Serena signed her up for her own tennis tournament because when back then, everything that Venus did, Serena wanted to do, and she hated being left out. Mm. And so Serena's first junior tournament, Serena signed herself up for it behind really? her dad's back. Wow. Um, yeah, and so that's that's in the actual movie, but it is literally one of Orsine's favorite memories because it really talks about Serena's personality from the mm-hmm. beginning. And she, even you know, this was maybe ten years ago that I met Orsine. Now, maybe not so much, but um, yeah, actually, almost ten, nine, ten years ago. And even you know, it. So years later, uh, twenty years in, she still chuckles about that mm-hmm. story. Like that's one of her favorite stories about Serena. So, anyways. Um, very, I felt very connected um, yeah. to that whole, and also just being a black tennis player mm-hmm. growing up um, in the '90s, like I and going to tournaments, like you saw that you were the only. I've been the only in many different circles, mm-hmm. and certainly tennis was no different. Mm. And like, yeah. definitely, I think that energy wasn't, you know, obviously you had that connection, but I think a lot of people had a connection to the film, just going into this Oscars, like, you know, we had Beyonce involved and she did this whole beautiful opening, um, with like, with this really cool, like neon green, um, t- um, I guess color mm-hmm. scheme and where she had like two girls with braids kind of similar to the ones that Serena and Venus wore. And they kind of walk onto like a tennis court, mm-hmm. um, and she did this whole performance from the album. Um, so this definitely felt mm-hmm. like this was, you know, there was a lot of attention on the ceremony about that. And mm-hmm. basically then what happened, <laughs> what, what happened was, um, was, Chris Rock, um, uh, who was introducing best documentary feature, who, um, who, um, Quest Love ended up winning. So another kind of Philly moment, like let's, you know, cause I think it got overshadowed right. a little bit. So we got to give Quest his props. So Quest right. Love won it. And what was, hold on, let me get what the film was. Um, I want to get what the film was. I think it was like a, a soul film, a soul. I want to get it. Hold on, let me get it. Let me get it. Let me get it. Summer of Soul, Summer of Soul, um, which is mm-hmm. about, um, let's see, where is it about? Uh, documentary series that examines the 1969 Harlem Cultural Festival, um, which was held at Mount Morris Park, now Marcus Garvey Park. Um, so, you know, Questlove got his prop, but, you know, Chris Rock went out there. And let me just tell y'all, I already, mm-hmm. you know, be looking sad at Chris Rock because me and Deborah were already talking about this. So we d- did check in, you know, the girls just checked. I checked in with her from, um, you know, Ukraine. Um, and, you know, she. <laughs> She, uh, we did, we've been looking inside at Miss Chris Rock ever since, 
Um, Louis C.K. supposedly canceled Louis C.K., who's still performing, by the way, um, was dropping the N-word, dropping nigga in front of him, um, Ricky Gervais, and Jerry Seinfeld. And the only person to call out Louis C.K. over using the N-word was Miss Jerry Seinfeld. I'm telling you, you know, Jewish girl getting her together. So anyway, ever since then, I've been looking inside at Chris Rock. And also, I just feel like sometimes Chris Rock has his own type of misogynoir, which we'll get to. So Chris Rock's supposed to be introducing Best Documentary Feature... As he's doing uh-huh. it, he makes a joke. I don't know if it was his own joke or if it was written for him, but he makes a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith and her shaved head. And he basically says, Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, I can't wait to see it. So for y- some of y'all younger girls, G.I. Jane was this <clears throat> film, I, oh God, 80s, 90s? I honestly oh. don't know. With, no, no, um, please don't do that. Uh-uh. Uh, 90s at the earliest. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, we're triggering somebody. we triggering somebody. You, have you okay. seen G- I've seen G.I. Jade. I'm not trying to shade you. I've, I've seen G.I. Jade, but it has to mean more. And she's basically a young woman who goes through camp. I, you know, this kind of like masculine military. I don't know what it was about. She was basically mm-hmm. going to the military for some reason. Anyway, he's basically making fun of Jada Pinkett Smith's shaved head, which for those of y'all don't know, um, Jada Pinkett Smith deals with alopecia and has a lot of, um, she's been dealing with, it, I think since 2018 when she was diagnosed and she shaved her head due to, to the condition. Alopecia is basically hair loss. Um, and it's something that black women deal with. And we know black hair, black women, there's a lot about that we don't even need to get into all that but there's a lot of meaning to it hair especially for black women so he's making fun of her and at first i will say it does seem like will and i think this you know miss wiki got me right here will was initially laughing but then maybe then the cameras cut away and then i guess maybe jada says something to him or i don't know what happened all of a sudden the girls see miss will smith walk up and mind you he's like how the Oscars is, is like, it's basically in the theater and <laughs> people are sitting and Will's, most of the nominees are sitting front row, but there's still like a good, I've been in the theaters where some of the Oscars have taken place. There's a good distance. <laughs> so he literally just <laughs> walks up and maybe I think people thought it was like a planned joke. So he walks up at least like, I don't know, six, seven feet, walks up and smacks, <laughs> smacks Chris Rock and I, at first, I thought he punched him, but it was like an open-handed palm. He smacks him and then walks back. Chris Rock, like, kind of steps back, is visibly stunned, (laughs) and basically says, um, Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Will returns to his seat. At this point, I think the Oscar girls realize, oh shit, some things are going wrong. So they, they start interacting with each other. Will is shouting at the stage. The Oscars production mutes it. But reminding you girls, as I literally just saw in an international chat, everyone's talking about the Oscars. The Oscars is an international show, even if it's still down in ratings in the U.S. So girls in Australia, yeah. girls in Japan heard Will Smith say, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. And I heard it. <laughs> After, oh you did oh well, also it's like it was I clear there was some something he said it was you knew what he was saying he was obviously cursing yeah. at him so it, a girl could understand what he was saying my mm-hmm. and i'm gonna talk about the girl who i felt the most bad for miss poor lupita <laughs> was just lupita just trying to hold it together right. she's trying to be the definition of unbothered like i don't know what's happening right now but i know these cameras are on me so i'm gonna keep it together yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna keep it cute <laughs> so um 
Chris Rock ch- jokes about it, tries to keep continues on with the presentation, um, and Questlove gets his award. And it just I think there was just so this moment where literally everyone thought at first, like when I even first heard about it, I was like, Oh, it's obviously like a bit. And then you're like, Oh no, this is this was real. Um, and yeah. it's now the slap heard and seen around the world. It's become this whole thing. And of course, there mm-hmm. is some history, and I'll just do it now, between Chris Rock often coming at Jada. Like, I think when speaking about, you were talking about how the Academy has, you know, people were pulling away. Like, people were, um, especially black artists were boycotting going to the Oscars and that was part of like the Oscars so white and the lack of Mm -hmm. uh, nominations for actors of color especially black actors which still does happen but this was not one of those years um at least especially on the male actor side um but Chris Rock had made a joke about the fact that Jada's boycotting and she doesn't even get the invite so Chris had been coming at the Smiths for quite some time but (sighs) You're a guest, so I'm gonna let you go first. <laughs> but there's um there's a lot of takes, a lot of takes. I'll tell the girls my take, and mm-hmm. there's I'm sure you girls. This is we're this two days, almost three days, will have gone by by the time you hear our, us. So I'm sure you've heard all the takes from violence, from Will, just you know defending a black woman, defending his wife, from you know um. This he had it coming mm-hmm. to, you know, white people been doing awful stuff to, oh, he shouldn't have done it. He should have held back or there's a lot there. Um, but I'm curious, Miss Contessa, what you think, whether this triggered you into your own mm-hmm. moments of wanting to slap a bitch. What you got to say, sis? Yes. Yeah, so when I saw it, first of all, like did I said, you, I did you, so yeah, but, what, yeah, what was, I guess talk about how as, you saw it even as, as soon as it happened. I would say not within probably 10 minutes, because I wasn't really watching it. Within 10 minutes, a certain girl that we both know, um, who, you know, is quick, is quick on it. Mm. She sent me that link. And, <laughs> and um, you know, the, the real observant girl who, who can shade a girl too. Okay. Um, and I like to travel with, you know. Oh. She sent me that link. Okay. Mm-hmm, and she sent me that link. And I looked at that link and I watched it. And I said, oh, girl. I said, calm, and I and I what I originally said was, call me when they stop talking about this because I was like, I already oh, know it's about to be a, a, a multi forty eight hour news cycle. And Longer I than that, I bet. I <laughs> yeah, I really didn't want to talk about it, and then I could start seeing posts like, oh, please don't think peace me to death and all this mm-hmm. and blah blah blah. And, and actually, I saw the post; people thought it was a bit, but I knew it wasn't a bit before most people because the girl was quick to get that Japanese <laughs> link over to me. She sent so you the real the I saw, audio. I saw the original. <laughs> Girl, she did that research quick. So I got the <laughs> Japanese version before I saw why the American version, why people thought that it was a bit yes. because of how they chopped it yes. up. The American version. Yes. Yes. So I was like, oh, no, it's very real. And he was like, you know, and yes, he did smile, but it's one of those, I'm smiling because I know in front of the cameras I'm trying to hold together, but I really want to beat that ass. Oh, so you think and he really wasn't, even that, that was kind of like. I, mm. I, I think he was embarrassed and trying to laugh at the camera and trying to play mm-hmm. it off. And he looked over, and they didn't say anything to him that I saw. She, but she rolled her eyes uh, very yes, hard, yes. and she looked like she was trying to play it off. And that just, I think, yes. you know, he got he triggered. Yeah, and that's what Devereaux so Devereaux said. Like he I was. was so anyways, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. Well, I'm. Let me know when this is over. Whatever. So then I log into work, 
and everybody on the work comes on teams or whatever in the chat and then good morning blah blah, blah. and i happen to be up that morning and because i said those girls got me up early today <laughs> and you know somebody said something about the drummer from food fighters passing away yeah so, yeah whatever r.i.p and then another girl, another girl who's actually like kind of my bestie at work. She, um, she's white. She's Canadian. Mm-hmm. And she was like, <laughs> she was like also really sad to see what happened at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Um, violence is never the answer. <laughs> she said violence is mm-hmm. never the answer. Um, and you know, it, and then how do you after that go into a speech where you like profess love? Like, what is that? Yes. Uh, oh, right. Because we're what so we're then, skipping is that Will then later on won the Oscar for best male actor for his role in King Richard, mm-hmm. and he did start the speech with an apology. He did, he did apologize for his behavior, and he was tearful because what we did also kind of see, oh which may have been in the Australian or Japanese versions, we saw the elders try and get to him, like Denzel and Tyler Perry. <laughs> Yes. yes, it was wild. It, it felt very black. Like it felt like, oh shit, we gotta have a yeah, black emergency it meeting. And so, I at first I kind of said, mm, I'm not gonna comment on this. And then another girl in another white Canadian girl came on, and she was like, I hear you, but let me tell you, like. Um, we don't know what's really going on. And then the other girl was like, but come on, like, that's ridiculous. The other girl was like, listen, one time there was a guy in my old job in my office. He he punched this other, he punched in the face this other coworker. And when they did the investigation on whether to fire him and all that, they found out, like, all of these crazy things he was going through in the moment. Um, and that one thing just took him just over Just snaps. And... You know, they went and got. I think they. I don't. She didn't tell him whether he got terminated or not. But they maybe a mediation or something, ther- therapy or something like that. Mm. So yeah, but she was like, "You just never know what's going on." And then she was like, "Yes, but I." Do. <laughs> anyway, it's still so violent then, to me. <laughs> right. So then, so then I was like, "Okay, see." And I, I debate. I was like, "Girl, do we go on? Do we go?" And like, but it was just bothering me because one of the things that happened is the the part about it is that it wasn't. It was international. It was in front of other people. And so now you have all these other people who just want to, like, who think they understand the situation, yeah. aren't taking it in context. They just look at the situation and they're like, you know, oh, that shouldn't have happened. It and felt like, it felt like a fight. In. It felt like a fight happened at the black barbecue and, like, but the barbecue was in the middle of yes. the white neighborhood and everybody yes. saw it. And it's like, oh shit, y'all don't, yeah. we're not supposed to do this in front of the white people. <laughs> Like you say this shit for the NAACP yes. for the BET Awards, not on exactly. ABC. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, it was just like. So I mean, there's just a so like let me just go through a, a few things that that came to mind uh-huh. and how I kind of I didn't really break it down fully for them, but I just gave them some things to think about, very short form. Mm. But it was like one, yes, Will showed his kind of fragile masculinity mm. in that moment, mm-hmm. but that is derived from trauma. Apparently, mm. in his memoir, he talks a lot about mm. seeing his father beat his mother and how his number one fear is not being able to protect his loved ones, the women, mm. especially the women around him. Mm. And I think that triggered him. Plus, you have him dealing with the trauma from another black male celebrity that Jada dealt with, who basically dragged that relationship out of the closet and had her talking about a, what Let's is now about the situation. Uh, what's that girl's you name? Think about it, I can't remember what that girl. Name, I I forgot that girl. The rap, August, 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 the rapper, August. Alina, Alina, whatever. Okay, yeah. 
Right. <laughs> and so you have a situation where that's another person who over the last two years, like, and if you think about it, how, how global and powerful is it for, we now have a whole word. If I talk about a situationship, you know what we're talking about, but that stemmed <laughs> from one situation that they were talking about in their personal relationship has now been dragged across the culture and the culture now has a whole word definition out of that. Yeah. And he's had to live that for the last two years. So you have oh, I forgot here about another that. black man actually dealing with his wife and his wife's trauma and her being dragged and her and that open, whether that was an open relationship or whatever, or whether it was cheating, whatever, she did not want that necessarily to be dragged out into the open mm. for all to see the way that that rapper did that. Right. And, and didn't really give them much of a warning to really deal with that. Mm. Right. In the way that they wanted to. Mm. So there was a lot of trauma built up there. I think it was also knowing with, with that situation, with the alopecia and with Chris, Chris's history with them and the fact that they've been co-workers before. Mm. They are black. They are fellow black comedians. They're fellow black actors. They're fellow black Hollywood elite. You know, mm. there's a little, there's a bit of a fraternity there. Mm -hmm. And just like we have black community rules and standards, like, like let's be real, like cultural codes, like there's one for that too. Mm. And so for me, Chris was especially cruel. He was specific, he was very specific to Jada mm -hmm. and her public struggle and, and the emotional weight of that hair loss, right? Mm -hmm. Like, um, it was just in the backdrop of the Crown Act being passed last week or whatever by the House. It was in the, the backdrop Crown Act that basically protects, Chris, um, black, you know, from yes. like, younger like students like being discriminated black against for black basically. hair it said the crown x says that you can't discriminate yeah. against hair and this is something that really helps black women because black women have been discriminated the most for their hairstyles mm -hmm. in institutions mm -hmm. right and so uh and they've been honey i i remember i remember in la about, i went to a hotel job interview and back then i think my hair wasn't super long it might have been a little bit longer than this lane like i have a little bit of a fro and they did say like oh can you braid it down for this job like they did tell me like you'll need to braid down your hair you can't just have your hair out like and because back then this was like mm -hmm. the early aught so it's still um well not the early aught. it's actually like what maybe 2011 oh, yeah. it's like natural hair care like yeah we had the whole movement but the idea of like a black person wearing man or woman or however you present wearing their natural hair out was still kind of looked down upon until right. more recently and even now it's still a little i still get yeah. comments about my hair even at work when i do a different style or something uh, i still remember Absolutely. someone from I hr mean, I in consulting i don't know i'm curious if you mm -hmm. got because i think you usually wear your hair kind of very like more clean cut style but still kind of having a bit style to them um but i remember i had my hair I do now oh that's true um yeah you usually had it more short during consulting days didn't you um yeah it was either it was either it was keep it conservative. It was either it was basically like cut your hair, yeah. don't show your hair, don't show your, don't share different hair. I styles. remember don't grow your hair out uh, because that's too wild, too much, too whatever. I remember I just braided it down. Mm -hmm. and I will say, homegirl who braided, she put a little design in it, which I didn't really ask for, but I was like, all right, sis, whatever. Um, and this was literally the weekend after Nipsey Hussle died, the very famous um rapper and producer from L.A. And I literally went in the white mm -hmm. HR um a queen too. It was like, oh, is that for Nipsey Hussle? I said, bitch, let me write a quick little email <laughs> to HR, to you, to tell you not to talk to me like that. But anyway, sorry, I didn't have to tell that. But go ahead, you on a roll, so I'll let you get back to it. So talking about the Crown Act and then going from there. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then the other thing is that, you know, Chris put wrote, Chris, uh, Chris directed or authored oh, a, yes, a documentary, yes. a movie about mm -hmm. black women and hair mm -hmm. and, the, and, and the whole industry of weaves and black hair and so he 
if anyone should have known better, if anyone had all of those pieces of context, he did. And I don't and think even if the joke level, wasn't even if the joke wasn't written, even if he didn't write the joke, he still said it. Like someone at that level yeah. knows the influence of like saying words. Like those are still those become your words, whether someone right. else wrote them or you wrote them. And yeah, so right. So it's the combination of all of those pieces, all that context. Who says it? The relationship between him and Will, the relationship between him and Jada, as you already talked about with the Oscars before. Mm. And then you have it on an international (laughs) stage that he says this Mm. about a black woman. And so to me, so what happened is, you know, the, the, my coworker was like, oh, well, you know, like they don't condone violence. I was like, I consider what Chris did emotional violence. Mm. I was like, Mm. I was like, with all of that information that he had, with those personal connections with he that he had, and the scale at which he did that, I can and and he did it in a moment when um, it was a celebration of of blackness with Questlove and a celebration of Will get being nominated for best actor. Mm. He picked the wrong fucking time mm. to to have it to to embarrass any black person, mm. let alone someone that you know personally, let alone a colleague. Um, that you've worked together with before mm. and who you've had a situation with his wife before, like you could have chosen another time. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was particularly, and my, and like you said before, if you want to fight, if you want to fuss and fight with your siblings, fine, you keep it in the house. When you step outside the house in front of them other mm. folks, don't you go out here acting a fool. And what happened is, is that that's something that we all supposed to know. Mm-hmm. And what happened is when he didn't do that, there's another phrase in saying that black people have, which is won't start none, don't <laughs> yeah, start none, won't be so none. Stupid. And he got reminded of that. He got reminded of that. Because Phil, because Will is from Philly. That Philly. And listen. That Philly. That Philly really came none, out. Won't be that none. real Philly. I, I was talking with another girlfriend who was like, I, who was basically saying like off the back of, you know, Will recently put out his biography and he talked a lot, like you said, about that trauma that he dealt with from his dad. And that I think Will's been, I think Will, cause there was, Will's talked about, like I know him, you know Will, you know me and Will. Will's talked about <laughs> how the pressures of, you know, he was one of the few, like in the league of like a Tom Cruise in the league of oh, who else is up there? Brad Pitt, like the people who are like can open a box office. He was the black person who could do yes. that. And the talking about that pressure and the moment when he couldn't do it anymore and how that even threw him a lot. Cause he's always been trying to be the best of the best, always trying to compete, always trying to run. And I think these last several years, even just kind of letting yes. himself go a bit over the pandemic and then having to get back in shape, like he's had to work through like his trauma and I think the will we saw last night is a different will than we knew. And I think it kind of threw a lot of people who I think a lot of people just have feelings because, you know, especially with Chadwick gone, like now Will Smith is kind of one of the representations for a lot of people of like a role model of like a black actor, a black leader in our community. And it was kind of like, oh, we saw him show out a little bit. And I mean, mm-hmm. my thing was like, I kind of wish he was able to hold it in and, you know, wait for the Vanity Fair after party and get in that ass. But I'm also like, I think he just, he had enough. And I'm like, God, I wish Listen. it had happened <laughs> in front of the whole world. Yeah. And it does, you can't lie. Like a part of me is like, I have, a, I have a lot of friends who like, child, I have people calling me being like, I need to talk to a Philly person about this. I'm like, girl, I'm trying to just relax. Y'all just let me live. But when I really thought about it, I was like, okay, you know, I felt like I just, 
I really actually kind of tried not to be on team, one team or the other. But as I thought about it, I just I was like, hmm, it seems like I'm a little bit more skewed towards Will. And I think it's because I think as a Black man, mm. there are just certain things that you just don't do. Mm. And I think it's underhanded what Chris did because it's easy. It's like when it's again, like two little siblings, like the, the little one, you know, poke, 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 poke. And when he finally gets smacked by the big one, then the parent and the little one starts crying. And then the big, then the mm-hmm. parent turns around and is like, why do you hit them? Why do you I hit will them? I will say that was interesting. And Chris the big had... one gets in trouble. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. And, and, and I'm going to say, and the, the other thing is, mm-hmm. and this is something else that I said to my coworkers. I said, <laughs> you're going in on those I Canadians said, the today. Same reason. <laughs> Well, it was not even about, it was just because I, I basically was kind of saying in a roundabout way, this is not you, this is not your family, boo. Stay out of our business on this. Like, I get that you saw it, but you are not in this community. You do not understand the culture here. And so basically what I said was, I said, there's a reason why Denzel and Tyler Perry ran to Will's aid and did not run to Chris's mm. aid. And I said, it's the same reason that Chris declined to press charges. Mm-mm. It's the same reason. Oh, so he has to Chris knows that he fucked He has to Oh, he declined. Mm. That came out immediately after the show because <laughs> the LAPD asked him like twice, okay, if he went to press, he went to press charges and he said no. Mm. And the reason why he said no is the same reason is, is because Chris ain't white. If, if that had been a white guy, I don't believe Chris, Will would have done that. Mm-hmm. Will, I think, was put over the edge because Chris was black, mm. because of that familiarity. Chris did not press charges because he knows what he did. Mm-hmm. And Will and Tyler went to, I mean, and, and Tyler Denzel. and Denzel went to Will's aid mm-hmm. and coached him through that moment and helped him get on mm-hmm. stage to accept his award because they inherently knew that what Chris did was unacceptable. Mm. I think you got my favorite take. And boo. so, you, you know, my... at the end of the day, mm-hmm. yeah, bitch. And, and here's the other thing. And, cause, and, and so here's the thing I am not condoning violence. <laughs> Nobody is. Disclaimer. Right? <laughs> and it, and it, But let's bring up another girl from Philly, Jilly from Philly, in her very first hit single. <laughs> she talks about a girl who is trying to get her man. And she says, in, in her live recording, when she explains the, the mm. about the song after she sings it, she says to the to the audience, "I don't condone violence by any means, but sometimes you're gonna have to whip some ass." <laughs> that's what she said. Now maybe that's a funny thing, but ass. listen, sometimes you know she said, "I don't condone violence by any means, but sometimes you know I love Jill. Sometimes you know yeah. we have to whip that ass." And that honestly was how I interpreted it. And the way that I put that, because I can't, I can't say it just that way to my teammates, <laughs> especially my other teens. But the way, but I, but the way I said it, because she said, you know, when when white people say, "Oh, well, violence is never the answer," and I'm like, "Girl, do you see what white people do in terms of violence oh, around the that, world?" That's, Give me a break. Honey, historically, that's some, you know, Miss Deborah went there. First of all, you know, don't that- ever, don't ever, don't ever. But it was also giving very much oh about the riots instead of focusing on George Floyd. Um. Like, girl, don't talk to me about no violence don't talk to me about because and i was like you know what one i think what chris did is an emotional violence and all y'all want to talk about mental health all day and blah 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 <laughs> but y'all miss this mental health moment y'all miss how he attacked her emotional emotional that's mm-hmm. emotional violence but y'all missed it y'all just want to focus on the physical on the stereotype stuff in front of your face that's one and then two i was like listen 
She said, violence is never the answer. I said, violence, I said, wrong. Violence is an answer. I said, it may not be your answer. Mm. It may not Ooh. be my answer. Ooh. But violence is an answer. Yeah. It may be a better answer, but sometimes violence is an yeah. answer. Oh, let's be, and so, let's, and that's what I said. And I said, he didn't punch him. Like, a party was like, girl, slap. Like, be giving that full but then that would have been a whole that would be a whole other thing um but um i think there's also in this interesting moment so two things just to um say and then we could you know move on to some other we'll thing <laughs> but um one thing is that i think especially for white people and especially white women one is that yes this moment happened in front of them so they're kind of it says they're kind of getting into our culture that i'm trying to think of another moment that like that i mean there's always a beyonce jay-z elevator thing is another moment like that but i think there's just certain moments where now like like where Black Twitter has yeah, become part of Black life. on Black crime. It's giving a Black um, on Black crime read. Like oh, like you know, it's like girl. Oh, but be quiet. I think what it is there. is like essentially how some of the takes from especially white women are kind of almost center themselves of like oh wow this reminded mm. me of my of like you know how my father treated me and being abused and it's like how are you making this about you and in some ways it's like. I think it's interesting that you find a way to make it about you, but not to kind of have any grace or any empathy. For the one woman in that situation who's being, you know, directed in some way, yeah. Jada. Like, where's yeah. the thought about Jada? Um, so I think that's one. The other thing about the representation piece, because I think a lot of people will deal with that. And a lot of people have, like, you literally haven't had that conversation at work. A lot of people are already like, God, we already tired. February was already a little rough. BL, you know, BLM had their shit blown up. Like, DeRay got called out. Like, the movement's already in a rough spot. <laughs> But, but my thing right. is that you know they're like God. Here's another reason for black people to or for white people to do things to black people or to close the door or make opportunities hard. And my thing that I said to a friend was like, white people, well, certain white people, and it's not all white people, obviously, they'll always find a reason. They'll always find a reason to close the door. They'll always find a reason to make an extra hurdle. Like yes, they can use Will Smith in this case to like you know do something. But I'm also like, there's always something. There's always a reason for them to want to, in some ways, do another type of violence against us. Anti blackness to us so yeah um and i mean the other thing is 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 that you know when it comes to um this specific situation mm. um will is now at a point and i can partially relate to this at a point where he is a man of me mm -hmm. and he has access to the mm -hmm. stage he could walk up there mm -hmm. and get somebody together mm -hmm. and walk off and not get charges mm -hmm. pressed against him. So at a certain point, you get to a certain level of that type of success in that industry. And you're like, um, not to say that you're above the law, not to say you're... But the thing is, is that he is um, acting with a certain level of privilege that yeah. prior to never would have existed. Yeah. Never would have existed. Now I will say he's, he's tired. He's still in the white space and the girls are like, especially because like a lot of girls, a lot of white girls were in their feelings and in some ways they're also, like I said, finding a reason and they're talking about like, okay, we're right. going to review this. The Academy's going to review this. Technically, they're like, you know, so of course, some of the girls are like, procedurally, they could take away the award. Do I think that's going to happen? I don't think it's going to happen. And even if they were to really threaten it, I think the girls would be like, hi, you gave, um, let me just remind y'all about Roman Polanski, the person that you gave a, um, award to who literally, um, had, um, sex with an underage minor and has literally been outside the country and can't return to America, but you found an award for them. Or hi, let's talk about Harvey Weinstein, the producer who has for years, um, Har right. harmed women, white women at that, and um, are you taking back any of his Oscars? Um, which I think they're not. So, right. 
I think he's going to be okay. I don't know. We got to break out the big gun, you know, big O. Because I don't think the red table's enough. Like, we might need Oprah in on this. But hopefully Oprah can relax. Because, you know, everybody was trying to get Oprah Well, he already, I mean, he already, he already. So, oh, right. He did. He did. So, yeah. Let's, and just to um, put a cap on it, Will did release an apology. Mm-hmm. He released an IG apology. We talked about violence in all its form is poisonous and destructive. And he publicly, he apologized to Chris. He apologized to the Academy, the producers. And did acknowledge how, you know, it does kind of, you know in some ways regret that it did kind of stain this moment um and hopefully this will be the end of it but you know we gonna see yeah, i mean we gonna see. Part of the, i don't know i don't know if chris had an apology the oscars wrote a short little snippet thing of like we're reviewing the situation yes, yes, and that's yes, it yes, which yes. i hope that's all they leave it at they really don't need to wade into those waters any more than that yeah um, i mean it's only- and yeah let just let people move on yeah, so. because at this point Child, like, we got what's war the of we got plenty in? of stuff right um but anyway right. so we're gonna move on so, to. I'm glad we got that done. So I don't hope we have to ever talk about this again. Oh, yeah. Um, I yeah, hope I covered all. Yeah, the I mean, I think you did. You hit. Um, I did check in with Devereaux. You hit a lot of what her feel is. You know, <laughs> she, you know, mm-hmm. y'all know how she feels about some white mm-hmm. people. So don't be mad if we don't go in too much on it next week, unless something crazy happens with it. So I think right. we covered it. Mr. And Tessa. on that note, sometimes the people around you in your circles, even your colleagues, even your fellow black men, mm. even your fellow black folks, some of your fam, sometimes you got to let them go. Sometimes you got to move on. Uh, yeah. I mean, like just to do a quick, um, I don't, I don't know what else um, we're going to cut up anyway, but you know, to talk about like what I did for my birthday, like, like I said, I kept it low key. Like I just had my chosen family, had a cute little brunch, um, Deborah gave me a great idea, which, you know, not for every girl if you don't have the means, but I did take care of everyone's food, um, which I ended up, my food was okay. It was fine. I got a salmon scramble. Um, I was <laughs> upset they didn't have my maple bacon scone. I'm gonna look right to the manager. But, um, yeah, it was with my chosen family because I kind of wanted to do something that will kind of acknowledge and also reward. Well, I mean, reward sounds a bit much, but kind of give something to the people who I felt like got me through the pandemic or got me through some, you know, difficult times mm. and the people I feel like really, you know, have been with me for years at this point. Um, mm-hmm. And there were people who were not there who other people asked about and I said they didn't get the invite um, because they weren't, they weren't, I didn't, I didn't want to give them that grace. So, um, but yeah, they weren't, around. they weren't, they weren't there around. So anyway, what else you got? To, mm-hmm. So I know a lot of times, I don't know if you have this on the dock. I know a lot of times you will talk to me after <laughs> literally like a season later and be like, Hey girl, I got all these corrections to make. So I don't know if you have any for this <laughs> for the recently, but I didn't have okay. any this time. I was really disappointed. Like, but I will say listening, uh-huh. doing the catch up was really fun. I listened to y'all both on at 1.8 times the speed, listening to y'all talk like on fast is so much fun oh, okay. and when you laugh you sound like a little chipmunk and it's, it's really fun so i was like oh and then i was like oh i could have been doing this to catch to really listen faster and get to oh, back man. episodes but yeah usually i come with all the She like deborah lied know, about we- this i was there she didn't do that mm-hmm. yeah but i mean i mean so the, the so we had talked about the theme a little bit of like you know um 
leaving you know kind of cutting ties with certain people mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. Are, are the spec the spectrum of relationships relationship mm-hmm. with people mm-hmm. in will's case he's probably gonna distance himself even further from chris if not already yeah yeah um, and just despite the fact that they sh- they're in the same circles yeah. sometimes you know there's kind of that distancing and so what Medea say you know, that's what tyler say what pal- sometimes some people in your life for a season some people in your life for a lifetime like sometimes you know so yeah, and so I mean, even you Have know, you, I don't in think this show we've had I don't, that. Oh, oh, oh! Is that what we talking? Is that where we going? Oh, I, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I mean, let me look at the time. Let me look at the time. I just get it. I just get it. Well, because I don't think I don't. Um, yeah, because I was gonna say, y'all know we come on the show every other week, and Deborah done cut somebody out her life or blown up as somebody. <laughs> I don't lose girls that quickly because I'm a. I like to hold on to girls. Um, but you, you got something? What are we talking about? What are we going? Well, I mean, we might as well put it out there, and I'm not gonna be crazy. About <laughs> I told you because she's not. She's not here. She's not here. So you. <laughs> She's not here, so you got we got to be. I know that's the sad part. That's <laughs> not what you were waiting for. Who knows? Well, I thought we were going to talk about this. Last you want to have a red Whatever. table, <laughs> right? It's a red table moment. But I mean, I am that girl who like every time you bring me up, I'm like AKA the the friend of yours who's not quite the friend of Devereaux or like that other outside fam. It's like the third missing piece yeah. of the puzzle, and it's like, well, yeah, but and I think. That is, but I think that's real. It's like you know, relationships change. Mm. There's there's a spectrum. There can be a specific situation, and I think for me in my situation, it was like, okay, I need to reevaluate reevaluate this relationship. Mm. Like, yes, it came on the heels of a catalytic moment, <laughs> and to a point, where the girls gonna be the girls started. The girls gonna way. be oh, this is what. This is why we. Okay, need now I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> This issue. You were the catalyst for this. I hate how, like, so, I get, like, there was a moment in a show recently where <laughs> Deborah was like, oh, remember how you said this? And I'm like, girl, don't be showing my audience how I be bogus. Like, they don't even know I'm the bogus one. <laughs> Everyone always is thinking, like... Yeah, he's coming off all sweet and nice. <laughs> but I know the tea. Oh, okay. Yes, I did start that moment. You know, we'll say it had to do with a WhatsApp group. Let's just say, and it was related to a birthday, and it was related to a birthday moment. Who's was it? My birthday too? Was it related to my birthday too? Wow, I'm a yeah. It was oh travel. man, what a mess. I'd be y'all, y'all girls. It I'm was our tra- favorite topics. It was travel. It was relationships and friendships, Ooh, yeah. and it was a birthday, yeah. which is why this is all relevant now yeah. because we have <laughs> traditionally put a good amount of emphasis on celebrating each other's birthdays. Like Issa Rae didn't make that up in that last episode, mm-hmm. in that last second seat in that second to last season. Mm-hmm. Like we've been doing that, like where we yeah. make sure. And in fact, there was another situation. Y'all have talked about this before with, you know, Miss, uh, you know, by Miss, Miss, what? where is she? Is she in heaven? Yeah, she's in heaven. Let's say that she's in heaven. Um, Ooh. You know, uh, our dude oh miss ricky the girls um, we lost the girl <laughs> and yeah and you talked yes, about that in a yes. previous episode where she didn't show and you up. were there she did not show and up. we read a high i hop i was there and um and i read her for filth you read her for filth and what what, are the, I read what was that girl's excuse her and phone died or she found some man or, oh that was something girl she tried all the stunts and shows yeah so all the, and that was either before or after she didn't show up in miami it was, I remember think it was that? after that. And so it was. It, <laughs> I don't know. Right. Yeah. 
And that 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 time she supposedly got what she got or stuck like, on the okay, side of the girl. road the she did show- somewhere in Miami. But it's like, girl, oh why are you gosh. out in Miami? Like, not even like in Miami proper. <laughs> she was like somewhere out in the booth. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so R. that R. was a girl who did not show up. <laughs> she did not. Girl, whatever. <laughs> that was a girl who did not show up. No, because you know I don't. It's not a. I don't. I. You know. So the one thing about me is that Contessa going to tell the truth. And the truth is that girl was trashing her friends, and she didn't show up. <sighs> she was. And the trash. fact is, and the and and the way, if you remember, the way that she and I, I ended that relationship, <laughs> is because she had me stranded in New York. She did have you stranded, stranded. in New York. I was supposed to have a place to stay. Yeah. Were you like taking a test? Wasn't that for like elite? Wasn't that for like an important test? I was studying for a GMAT. <laughs> Yes. yes, the GMAT. Yes. I was saying for the GMAT. I was there to take that test. Actually, to get into business to school, study, yeah, to take the test and. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I had nowhere to live. Mm-hmm. I was, ooh, ooh, girl. And so, you know, we have, that has been, birthdays has been that moment where it's kind of like, oh, um, are you showing up even now, even today? Mm-hmm. And so that was why this birthday was a little different because I wasn't there, but we had talked about it ahead of time. Yeah. We always do. <laughs> yeah. um, and I was very happy that other people showed up for you mm. and all these people shut up for you so that was a that little was bit more than year. i expected but, but i was still birthday. happy <laughs> i was like ooh, let me hopefully some girls yeah. some girls dropped out which i was happy because i'm like ooh, because i was taking care of food so she had a little budget in mind but actually it ended up being cheaper <laughs> part of me kind of wishes i had also taken care of drinks but i think they wouldn't have let me do that as well but anyway it was nice it was nice yeah <laughs> Um, yeah. Sorry. So I mean, we won't go too much into the situation. But I guess but, you know, uh, not to leave the girls hanging. Right. But it I, was. Um, I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you said, mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. Say what you did. <laughs> oh, I wasn't gonna. <laughs> I wasn't gonna get into all that. Oh, I wasn't gonna get that specific. But <laughs> I mean, how much? How much time team. we had? <laughs> You know, I'm trying to keep. I'm trying to keep these shows shorter at this point. This could be a long. No, no, no. no. This could be a no, long. No. This is a special episode, no, no. and these girls can turn it on 1.8. If they turn it on 1.8, it'll almost turn it into half a show. So all these girls gotta do is turn it into what? 1.8, and it's okay. And they can move uh, through. Okay, fast. I'm not gonna. We can talk yeah, about what we need. We to can't. Talk we can't. We got fully go because, like I said, I don't feel like it's right without um her hair. But I will. I will. You know, I'll talk about Agreed. my part. I um. I I think I have been sowing some seeds of discord about you know my good Judy, um, and then um, basically some things blew up, and I actually don't know. I think they blew up because another person who Devro's no longer friends with, and I think this was a part of it, mm-hmm. had told them something. I'll just say, girl, we ha- we ha- we have more than one group. Oh, I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do this. I'll just say we had we had more than one. I'm gonna give the summary. I'm gonna give the summary. I'm gonna give the summary. And I do. And I let me say I will. I did apologize to Devereaux about my messiness. Uh, okay, I will own it. I I miss, I, miss, I I started some mess. I missed, started another group that maybe didn't include Devereaux, and and it then you know Devereaux found out about it, and it caused a lot of things to happen, and she felt um very slighted, and it was fair, it was fair, because you know I I sometimes was a bit I was a bit more shadier. I'm still a shady queen, but I was a bit more underhanded than I am today. Um. And instead, I should have just confronted Deborah directly about things. Like, I should have done like Will. I should have gone up to that girl and slapped her in the face mm. and been like, bitch, I'm sick of this and that. Um, no, I wouldn't have done that. But um, That part. But, yeah. Um, and it, what was interesting was, <laughs> out of the moment, and I think Deborah, because, like, the Debra, the friend that um, 
basically blew the shit up. Devro really went for her because she felt like, oh, you should have, you know, keyed me in a bit more. But anyway, it's just unraveling to a lot of things. Like I said, I don't want to do too much of it without Devro here because it's not really fair. Um, but um, that also, you kind of got dragged, you kind of got muddied up as well. Somehow I ended up the least, <laughs> the least involved. But Girl, she got off scot free. Not scot free. Not scot free. You did. <laughs> Oh, girl. But that's... No. Yeah. You, bitch, that's why y'all are still a We're still shady queens like, to each other. <laughs> no. I was like, how... I still can't believe... This, it is this. wild that, like, we are still very close friends. And every, a lot of other girls have fallen to the wayside. Um, but, um, yeah. But that's a natural part of things. Yeah. Like, people change and grow and learn. And they figure out who they are. They solidify who they are. And then they start to, at least in my case, start to create boundaries. Mm. And so for my situation, for that, I am going to go into it because I think it's important. And I think it's not about bad-mouthing anybody. So, and, and also because I know Deborah will come back on after the show and, and give her side. Mm. Or we can come back on together and discuss. I'm fine with that, mm. too. Because um, she knows I keep it real. But prior to that point, what was going on is that Deborah was saying a whole lot of shit. And y'all have heard a little bit of what Deborah says mm. on this. I mean, he's even said, I'm trash. I say all types of stuff, whatever. But back then... That Devereaux used to really say some things, <laughs> and we would be kicking whatever the chat. And then at one point, Miss Devereaux went off the hit, went, got a little bit too far. You know, don't get into, into no, let's not get into specifics into out here. But like, she maybe she went a little too far with it. Yeah, I won't get into specifics, but she she basically really offended um, basically everybody on the chat with one comment. At that point, I she had already been kind of giving digs at me for a minute. And I was letting that go because I was like, that's my baby. That's my mentee. That's like, in my head, I was like... So the dynamic is, and I think Devereaux has talked about this. You all, Teddy, y'all have known each other even longer than I have um, because y'all are a little bit older, Mm -hmm. so anyway. But yeah. Yeah. And I was kind of like a mentor in a way and then turned friend. And then, so I was kind of like, whatever, whatever, not minding. And then what happened is she made a comment about everybody, everybody in the group, basically putting herself above everyone in the group. Mm-hmm. And that's when I got pissed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what are you talking about? Everybody in this group is a badass bitch. Like, mm-hmm. just because we're a badass bitch differently mm-hmm. doesn't mean that we're any worse, right? Mm-hmm. So that ticked me off. That was one. And then she tried to comfort me about some things around relationships. And I was like, and then I had to call her to the back. Because I was like, girl, I know your history. Oh, God. So I did that. So, we, so that was, so I was, so that's when we were getting all the way through. Mm-hmm. So then... Uh, Miss Malachi started the new chat just, but it was really actually for planning purposes because we could not get to actually planning without the drama. So we we're like, okay, we're gonna plan, and because Miss Dever wasn't actually sure 100 percent if she was gonna go on this trip, so we were like, well, we gotta keep planning because we gotta book this Airbnb and book these flights and get plans going. Like we can't mm-hmm. wait. So we doing that, and then she found out and in her head interpreted like, oh, we were around behind her back and da da da. And it was like, girl, a little bit, but it was more so logistics. And it was also because we tired of all of these shenanigans. We're not trying to be in, in this Bravo show mm. with you. Like, you're doing too much. And so then basically I was like, but it was like, so then basically Miss Devereaux said, and here's the thing. The other backdrop is Miss Devereaux has seen me cut two specific friends from my life that were very close mm. to me. She was there for that. She saw that. One was Miss Dearly the party that we just talked about. And another one was some, was Fish. Mm. Best friend of Fish from I college. Remember her. And 
Yeah. And so she and she knows that once, you know, you walk out of my life or I let you go, mm-hmm. we're done. Mm-hmm. Right. And so what Devereaux said was, well, if we're done, we're done. And keep keep my she literally said, Will Smith, keep my name out of your mouth. That's what she said. And I was like, OK. And that was it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm done now. And the thing is. In the moment, it felt like a catalytic kind of, you know, argument type thing, rah, 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 all that. But really what I realized in that moment, because it had kind of been brewing for a moment, was this drama is not what I, is not productive for me. And it's not mm-hmm. what I need. And it's not bringing any value to my life. Mm-hmm. And so my whole thing was you have to, and it's true for everyone, it's true even now, like, whoever it is that you have around you in your mm. energy in your circle and it's not an ego thing it's not a selfish thing you need to understand what value what is it that they do mm. for you do they <clears throat> listen are they compassionate mm-hmm. do they you know do they breathe life into you do they breathe you know um do they support you what what are they contributing to mm. your life right and vice versa you also are contributing to yeah. them, right? Yeah. And so in that moment, for me, it was kind of like, um, this is not a moment where I see the value anymore. Mm. This friendship, the the goodness has been sucked out yeah. of it. And so I was like, yeah, i then- good. Now, what I also said was, because we're all together, the reason why we still talk is because there is this group that I run. And I also like to try and be fair. And my thing was, Miss Devereaux never, she never violated the group. So I'm going to keep her in the group. Because some people were like, oh, you should cut her from the group. Da, da, da. I was like, no. Because even though it's my group, technically, I was like, she's never done anything against the rules of the group. And she supported mm. the group. So from that perspective, I want to be fair. And as long as she doesn't try nothing cray cray in the mm. group, then we're good. And we can still just kind of operate on that level. And that's essentially what we've done for many years. And then through this through the group and through the pandemic and through this podcast and through trips to Miami, like, you know, we've kind of talked more and more, but yeah, it's still, it's, it's, there's still a boundary there. There's still a, it needed to there's be. still a, and I think that, yeah, but, and to me, that's, oh, I was just gonna say, mm-hmm, and I think ahead. that's okay. Like, I think, um, mm-hmm. I think what, like the, I think what was already happening, um, and of course, Deborah will give her side. Like I think there was stuff circulating for a minute, um, and I think this mm-hmm. that just became the more. Ca- but I think there were seeds already where maybe you all should have maybe drifted more apart even before that, or like created that boundary even before that. And mm-hmm. I think about that with like I've talked about this relationship with um, a girlfriend, some butch lesbian um, fish from um, college that I was really close to and that we had multiple cata- I would say cataclysmic moments where we got into it with each other and mm-hmm. then even after that we still would be friends and I think like two or three when the final moment when it broke I was like two or three moments ago that relationship should have ended because ultimately one was that yeah. people just grow and like you know Mama Medea said, like, people mm-hmm. aren't, let's say, in your life for the long term. Uh, I think there's also that piece about right. value, which is right, where sometimes 
that val- that thing that you think is that value and that maybe you're still trying to hold on to isn't there in the same way. And then it starts to become a little toxic or it starts to right. become you're trying to like keep right. almost keep up, a, keep up the Jones, keep up appearances, keep up the way the relationship has been. Because in some ways there is comfort. There's always comfort, right. especially when you have someone that you've known for a year, for decades. There's always going to be comfort there and good times. But there's still going to be moments where you do have to right. really think like... <clears throat> Should this be someone Mm -hmm. that I still continue to engage with? Because are the pros outweighing the cons? And sometimes those cons really start to weigh more heavily. And even that, you're like, you really have to think like, yeah, there is that comfort. There are some pros and there is that length. But just because something's always been doesn't mean it always needs to be. Um, And I'm sure like to like connect to what happened with Will Smith, like, I bet, yeah, I bet they gonna be different. Him and um, him and Chris Rock probably are gonna be different. And like, yeah, they. I feel like the one thing I've known about, learned about actors in Hollywood, like people come up together. Like they are definitely contemporaries, and maybe the relationship has already started to yes. become different. Um, and yeah, even though Will was right. more in the like film and TV, and Chris was more in the comedy. I mean, obviously those lines blur, especially in Hollywood. Um, but yeah, and Will and Will started out as a comedian. He, I mean, he started out yeah. as a rapper and he also was a comedian. Yeah, true. Right? And and then actor. So, like, because he was multi-talented. And so, yeah, when you're in those circles, sometimes it's even just the circles that can kind of force you together and uphold things that are toxic and not working out. And maybe you just need the space to both grow and grow in whichever way you're going to mm-hmm. grow and then see if it works and come back together. And and it, there's no rule on how exactly it has to come come back together like there's no expectation i think frankly that's one of you talked about the legacy of um isa ray in a previous episode i think that's actually one of the key things that made um uh isa ray's show um why am i insecure show hello insecure different is that it really you know to me that show was not the the primary relationship in that Mm. show was Issa Mm -hmm. and Molly Mm -hmm. and there aren't too many shows that really focus on the best friend or the close friend circle Mm. show like that I mean yes you have Sex and the City yes you have but they don't really go deep into the breakup between Mm. friends I don't think I'd ever seen it like Mm -hmm. that in a show especially like not just an episode episode or two we're talking like a season and we're talking like even when it comes yeah even when it comes back together, you can see how it's different and changed and um, new yeah. in some ways. Yeah. Um, yeah. And for me, I've never been in a relationship um, in terms of romantic one, um, an official Come on, one, confessional. Right? And so for me, these, I mean, it's, it's, it's my truth. Come I tell on, the truth. truth. It is what it is. I'm not um, telling, I'm not telling y'all my truth. Because those are bound to- <laughs> Well, these are these are the boundaries, and and part of it is because of the boundaries that I make sure that I put up around respecting, you know, who mm. I am and what I'm not gonna. Because I'm not child. These ninjas out Uh-oh. here, they will let you. They will Uh-oh. run back. Not ninjas. I'm not. Mm, I'm not the one. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like, yes, you know, the 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 friendship breakups are real, mm. and you have to, and you go through them, and they feel horrible, and you learn from them, and then you kind of navigate where they are. And that doesn't mean, you know, I was learning to my, in myself, I could still be fair. Mm -hmm. I could still not be nasty. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause I could have chosen to be nasty. Mm -hmm. Right. I could have chosen to sit and kick 
you know, I'm going to kick you out the group. I'm going to be nasty to you. I'm going to cut mm-hmm. you off to the point where, you know, I, I was like, no, I can navigate mm-hmm. this. And even if that means distance for a while and all of that. And I think we're at actually an okay mm-hmm. place, right? And that's okay. Yeah. And I'm going to say that. Um, I'm going to say just wrap it up. I, I believe. I still believe. <laughs> oh, she always hits you go. Oh, and y'all gonna come back to the Look child. out for three say queens. L. I girl. Uh, I'm just kidding. Oh well, that we can do. But beyond that, because because here's the thing: every once in a while, I be still hearing on three say queen Miss Devereaux, and I'm like, ooh, girl, she done went there again. Like I was like, okay, she went down that whole police rabbit hole in LA with that mayor or whatever. I was like, uh, oh, you mean the, um, the, dark side the that um, prosecutor? You're talking about the LA? Yeah, whatever. Oh, yes, yeah. that black woman, I think, and all that. And I was like, oh, Lord, what is happening here? And then and then she kind of came back around recently with the birdie No, thing, she's still there. She's, she's still, she's still, she's still with those bail bonds. She oh, over that Lord. bail. She over that bail. She ready for Eric Adams to Ugh. clean up New York because, you know, she she planning, you know, there's plan. Oh, but, um, you know, we'll... <laughs> Let's leave that there. Devereaux is Devereaux. Devereaux's still growing, but she, I will say Devereaux better than she used to be. As am I. As am <laughs> as I, I, child. Hey, as what am I. If, I'm still learning. And what, what it will, will. The way I handled it today. Uh-huh. That, I mean, no, that was a good month. I said, the way. The way I handled even myself today with my mm-hmm. coworkers. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm trying because child working in what I work in mm-hmm. is hard. Exhausting. Work. It is. We could ooh, just say girl. you, you work in, be. you work in I'm a lot to take care you of myself. work in an area where, where people, yeah. people are very, I, say it, I work in DEI. I work in diversity, equity, and inclusion mm-hmm. in corporate. And, um, it's just some of the hardest work I've ever done because there is such an emotional component to it for me and for other people. I sometimes feel like a therapist. Mm. You hear a lot of people pour out their hearts to them. You hear horror stories about what's happening. You just, you just, it's a lot. And there are days. And so what I have given myself is the grace to say, and I've, in, in my newest role where I interviewed, I said up front, like there to, to my now boss, I said, there will be days where I clear my calendar and don't talk to anyone. Mm. There are days when, I am going to have to take care of my mental, mm. right? There are days when, um, you know, it, and 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 I told them at the end of the day, it's, I see it as my duty and my role to tell the truth. And so sometimes that is going to be exhausting because it means that it's going to make people real uncomfortable mm. and they're going to want to do things like, um, whether it's whether it's a microaggression, whether it's uh, intended or not, or whether it's you know just hitting back or um, just trying to run away from the truth, or just like you know have those tough conversations, mm. like that's what my life mm. is now is a lot of kind of tough stuff to yeah. deal with. I know but, some people have some hey, tough conversations we this week. Do it a little Thanks, bit. Big Will. Um, mm. But I think we can um, mm-hmm. um, wrap it up there. And say this as our show. Um, yeah, Contessa, girl. girl. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for having me on. <laughs> I feel like you were able to the show. Oh, thank you for right. having me, girl. <laughs> I've appreciated being <laughs> here. Thank you, sis. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. Um, you know. Ooh, it, I might not even be my bedtime yet. I might still be able to get a little a little situation in. Because, you know. you know. Well, what kind of situation? Uh, we, okay, we, we ain't talk about that much dick. Yeah. You, you in New York. You going to go hunting? Ooh. 
you know, hunting. Like, rah, rah, rah. Yeah, I don't need to hunt much up Ooh, here. Listen, it comes, it comes to you. Some of it comes pre Deliver. Come on, DoorDash. Come on, Postmates. Mm. Hashtag. Hashtag dick delivery. Right. <laughs> Hot and fresh. Ooh, fresh out Hot the and oven. fresh and delicious. Mm. Um, right. no, mm. but honestly, you know, hope uh, I, I will share this with Devereaux, but you know, girl, you girls, I think you gave, we got to give you a, <laughs> a sample. Like, it'll be like, cut all that shit out. No, <laughs> we give you a sample of, uh, this is something where I do, I am, you know, Devereaux obviously has a lot of, um, obligation so definitely we'll um mm-hmm. i think we'll be having some other guests on i'm not so we'll be doing this a bit and maybe even over the summer just trying some dim- different things out with the show um but definitely you know this got to be a bit of a test you know i you know i love you girl and i'm always happy to um get to talk to you and i think yeah. this is a great conversation i mean we basically do this off yeah i mean oh. let's be real mm-hmm. let's be real i was originally you know we were thinking i did Think about us doing something. You always be like, "Oh, I'm too busy. I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that." I don't and time. I was, but, but now, but, but listen, now Miss Devereaux is there. I know. She, I'm the only you, bitch you who ain't got nothing going on. Life. I'm the bitch who just <laughs> listen. The difference is now that I'm in my run state, and sometimes you got to have that push to get mm-hmm. you to the next level. And I kind of got to that next level. I'm still pushing in different ways, as you know. We didn't even talk about that. We could talk about that health, finance, all yeah. that kind of other stuff. But um, you know. Respect, because Devereaux is trying to push to New York, I guess, trying to get her coins up in different ways, branch out, do different things. Right, absolutely. And sometimes you just, you need to create, you need to make space. Because if you don't, your mental health Mm -hmm. suffers, your time suffers. I've done that. I did that for many years through my group, as y'all know. That was like my third job. Well, they don't Um, know the group. to take care of the kids. I know the group. They don't know the group. Because you haven't said the group's name. I don't know if you're going to say the group's name. Right. It's up to you. Um. No, I won't, but I'll say it's, you know, one of the reasons that this podcast is this. Oh, and yeah. You think about it, it was kind of me saving, trying to save the queens. It was. it was kind of me trying to save the queens in the beginning, uh-huh. right? And so, like, it, it's just, like, even that, as much as I really want to turn that into something more, I just I have other things going on. And sometimes you just need mm-hmm. to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that's what Devereaux is doing right now and get to the next level so that she can't come back mm-hmm. and do more mm-hmm. and really maybe take this mm-hmm. to the next level. So, you know, at the end of the day, all respect Ooh, for that. I think that. that's the final word, boo. Thank you for that. Um, y'all girls continue yes. to follow us on at to say queens. Y'all know what it is. Y'all can't follow Miss Contessa cause she hidden, but, um, <laughs> no, but I, um, yes, girl. I hope, you know, we got to protect her. We got to protect her. <laughs> oh, but no, cause she doing the good work. Well, she doing the know, good work. You know, she doing the good work. Um, yeah. The, the company found me on my IG and tried to request <laughs> I was like, ooh, block. Oh, well, we're talking about that. We're talking about that. Um, we're talking about that show. But um, <laughs> y'all stay safe, healthy, and saved out there. Um, and yeah, we'll see you girls next week. Hopefully, Deborah makes it back from her training course. Um, so bye, girls. Yes. <laughs> bye, y'all. <laughs>